Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for season 13 of the Old Barn Hockey Show on Fox Sports 1460, iHeartRadio, Caps Radio 24-7, and also available via podcast on the iHeartRadio app, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcast. The Bears, the Caps, the Cubs, the Flyers, the Pens, the AHL, the NHL, and everything from the world of hockey. Hosting the barn are the Skoman, Frank Schofield, the PR director, and teddy bear king, Brock Kirshner, and the voice of the Hershey Bears, Zach Fish. Now, here are the boys. be to learn those chords. I wonder if it'd be hard if I get a guitar. It's one instrument I've never tried to play. Oh, I bought one once and I got scared. It intimidated me. I had, I had to take it out of my house. I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. Old Barn Hockey Show. Welcome everybody here to a, uh, I guess you'd have to say spring day. I saw Tom Russell said, oh, there's going to be one more snow this week or next week. Yeah, it would probably do for an onion snow next. Not happening. Yeah, no, it will. It's not happening. Don't put money on it? No. Oh. Um, it does feel like spring. That is for sure. Um, to my right, to your left, Mr. Brock Kirshner. I hope. Um, Art Selby. All right, how are we doing? How are you handling your uh, Claude Giroux uh, trade and the and the overdue, underrated, overrated? Where, where are you going to put him in, in flyer history? And then how do you feel about uh, his departure? That was a nice way to go out for him with the uh, the five to four win there they had the other night. I mean, we knew it was coming. I mean, it's sad. I see rumors he's going to come back next year. So, who so it's just knows? a rental. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I mean, he, he was a great. Why would player. you bring him back, Brock? He. He could sign back. He's unrestricted. Huh. So he's just a rental. Yeah. Could be, you know, just just see if he can get the cup run and then possibly come back. Hmm. I would have to think that the Flyers' wounds are self-inflicted. Many, yes. I would think that they could have righted that ship when they fired their coach. Instead of putting Yo in, I'm going to say no. No, you, you say no way. No, I think it's. I you think mean it's, a different voice would have not changed anything. I think it's a much bigger issue. All right, you agree? They're such a mess. I'm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure where to go. Hmm. I think new ownership is needed. I think that's the biggest situation. New ownership. Yeah, yeah. The com- the Comcast ownership. It, it's not. There's no drive. There's no passion. Are they like the? Uh, and Art, you're going to love this. You know where I'm going. Are they like the Baltimore Orioles? No, I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, the Flyers aren't afraid to spend money. Um, but the problem is, I mean, you just never know what you're going to get from the Flyers. They could be a horrible team, or they could make a cup run. I mean, yeah. it, it's they're just they're so up and down. All right, I do want to talk to you about the O's. Okay. I so desperately want them to have a good season for me to be a fan again. But I heard the story, I read the story over the weekend that says that all major league baseball announcers for their radio broadcast teams are out on the road with teams, except the O's guys have to stay home and do the games. Yeah, that's not cool. But I I will say this though, Frank, the Orioles are on the right track. They have good young players almost at every position. Is is Chris Davis going to be a... No, he's gone. (laughs) Where is he going? He's he's still dressing, isn't he? He retired. He did? He retired Did last they buy year. him out? No, no, we, we still have... Well, I guess maybe we did. We have to pay him still, but he's not an Oreo anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's How gone. painful was that last year to watch? Extremely. Was yeah. it painful for him? 
It probably was because I mean the fans booed him pretty bad, but did I they? mean he was just uh he just lost it. How I many mean, games did he play? I not that many. No. Just, yeah. It was brutal. Oh boy. I don't get it. I want to be an O's fan, Art. I want to root for the O's. You know, and you know when it started? Like it was after that one series with Toronto when they didn't put Britain in, right? When we were all jacked up, they, and we didn't put Britain in. And then after that, they let go of, of uh, Gary Thorne as an announcer, the TV guy. They didn't bring him back for some unknown reason, right? Well, after the playoff loss to Toronto, yes, where right. Buck should have brought Britain in. Right. I mean, they still brought most of the good guys back, and things just went to pot quickly. And that's when they traded everybody away, including and Manny. Just, yeah. Right. Well, Manny, I don't. I wouldn't want Manny back now. I didn't like Manny. I'd take him. Of course you would. Um, all right. We got a lot to talk about with hockey. Let's get Zach Fish on the line t- uh, for our show here tonight. He is not in studio with us. He's going to be live via satellite from his office. Uh, coming up later in the broadcast, we're going to be talking with uh, Coach Allen. And we're going to bring him back. And, you know, he claims to be this music aficionado. He's got an opinion on every band. And we're going to find out. I got I got 30 to 40 bands that I want to get his hot takes I'm interested in our, you know, small discussions we've had about music with him. They've been very interesting. What else are we going to talk about now, Brock? Like, this is what it's become. A season that was such a roller coaster ride from the beginning of the show to losing Matt Trust to losing, you know, guys in the middle of the season. I'm just going to say this. I know we're a farm team, but beep the Capitals. What, What are you surprised? This season has been come on much more than what we've ever Brock, dealt with. How many with, years have you with, known me on with, this show? With injuries, I mean, like seriously, as soon as somebody gets healthy, two more guys come out every single week. Yeah, it's just it's been brutal this year. But they do it every year. Yeah, but this this is to the ex, just the maximum. No just, one talks about it. Uh, just uh. it's hard when you got to think about what the Bears are going through right now. And then to kind of think of, you know, we talked a couple of weeks ago, are we going to be okay in playoffs? I don't know, dude. Well, if the Caps lose out quick first round, I think we'll be fine. I, I mean, this weekend was a, you know, oh, yeah, start with the Toronto game and then the Troy Man experience. It's a tough week. And then everything after that. I mean, there's not a lot. I mean, I don't want to say you give up, but... I mean, the Caps are not going to help you. No, as long as they are playing, they're not going to help It us. used to be that you wanted the guys to get ice time. You wanted the guys to skate. You wanted the guys to get touches. You wanted to get this. Now, no. No, they're good. They got this. They're going to get what they need, and they're going to take it from there. The Caps aren't our friends. I will just how, be— How many years have I been saying that? Oh, and I get that, but I will but just— But you never listen to me. I'll be thankful if they at least send some people down on paper um, for the deadline— and back up, so they're good for our playoff roster if and when, but the Caps have to go out Brock, they took, they took goalies last year from us and healthy scratched them when we were in points runs, where we I, had to get points, I, desperately. It's a little different situation because of the COVID protocol and taxi squad, oh, but I get what you're saying. I'm sorry, it was two years ago. Yeah. Not last year. Last year we don't But care. yeah, it, it's just it's to the max this year. Um, but we'll, we'll talk to uh, Coach Allen here just in a little bit. It's a, it's a tough team to get your head around. Now, if everybody's good, like we talked about with Zach before, then we're good. Then we're great. But you can just see what they're doing. You know what I mean? You can just see the inching and the taking and the taking and the taking. Um, exactly. On with us right now, live via satellite from, uh, I think he's up in the radio booth right now at Giant Center. Um, voice of your Bears, Zach Fish. Hello, guys. Hello, hello. Zach, Next did, did, couple weeks on the phone, but uh, I'll, I'll miss you. And I was looking for you in Toronto, Frank. Where were you? Well, we talked about last week. The only game yeah, you offered me, the, the only game you offered me to do color after I was unceremoniously removed from the broadcast booth was one eight hours away. <laughs> and you say, I "Hey, you invited." I believe you invited yourself, and I just obliged. But uh, yeah. Oh, see, now he just sure. doubles down. He just made it a little worse. So you didn't invite me. I mean, me. we can go back and play the tape. The tape doesn't lie, but that's all right. Yeah, Garrett would never let you do that. I get that. It's all right. He hasn't been at a 7 a.m. coaches meeting yet either, so. <laughs> yeah. I heard your little thoughts on the Caps there. You wonder why we're not on Caps Radio 24-7. There you go. <laughs> Brock tells me we are. 
I do not believe we are. Well, there you go. There's a reason. See, there you go. But, but you, you can't disagree with me, though. I mean, but but in the end run, we're a farm club. That's our parent club. Yeah, I mean. That's what they, I said. They they sign the players to contracts. And it's not like they're not playing. It's not like they're not dealing with injuries. I mean, Axel's playing a regular shift, and Joe Snidely was getting great opportunities, and Leeson went right up and played, and you know Vecchioni got into a game, and it's it's not like they're bringing guys up and saying you know eat some stale popcorn and hey f off Hershey. You know they're playing like it's just they they have not been able to stay healthy this year. I've been in the organization seven years, and I've never seen injuries like this from the parent club, right. and it has trickled down all the way to South Carolina. And the Bears have had some issues with injuries. The Stingrays have had some issues with injuries. It's just kind of been a storm of how that went. And every time you think, okay, they're getting healthy, we're going to get this guy, a couple other guys end up on the shelf, or we have a guy get hurt. So it's just it's been a very frustrating year in that regard. And you got to find a way to battle through. And and we're fighting it a little bit right now. And it's a tough trip where we only took one point um, out of Canada, and and ultimately you know back on the horse on Wednesday against Lehigh Valley, a team that's fighting for their lives to try to make some noise and get in amid all their roster moves. So the games against them are, are going to be big to make sure you solidify a spot in the playoffs. Um, and when you look at the past, you know, 10 games, the prospects for the bears, as we move forward here, obviously Wilkes-Barre, you know, can, can make a jump over us. There's other clubs that are right on our heels. I mean, it's only 57 points between, it's only three points between where we are and the bottom of the bottom of the barrel, you know. Yeah, and everyone's got games in hand except for Charlotte, right? Zach. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's points percentage, right? Because everyone plays a crapshoot of games as far right. as that goes, and it's different for everyone. And you know, looking at it right now, we we got sixteen games left. Bridgeport only has thirteen. So we've we've got games in hand on them, but yeah, Lehigh Valley's got 19 left. Wilkes-Barre's got 18. We play the Phantoms a ton head to head, and things have gone well in the last couple. Got to keep that trending in the right direction. We've had Wilkes-Barre's number, but certainly they are they're in a much improved club. We don't have a ton left against them, and just one left against the Islanders. So look, six teams make it. Um, if we were only at four teams right now making the playoffs. You know, it'd be a little bit more of a panic right now because of the sheer fact that the Bears are in fifth place and they'd be on the outside looking in. But with the new playoff format is what it is, you know, I think Hershey, they don't by any means have a spot locked down. They're not satisfied with where they are, but um, there is some wiggle room there, but you got to take care of business. And if you look at the teams in the last 10 in the division, there's a lot of teams sliding right now. And the Bears are at the forefront of that, unfortunately, with a 3-5-2-0 record in the last 10, but Providence only four wins in that stretch. Hartford only four wins. Lehigh Valley only four wins. So someone's there's room to move in the division if you can get going in the right direction, but it hasn't been that way. Well, the New York Islanders are not going to make the playoffs. That means Bridgeport's going to stay stay healthy, you know? You can certainly make that cause. I mean, that's their last last 10. They're they're six and three, you know? Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to go on a bit of a a run for sure, and they're, they're pushing. You know they're ahead of Lehigh Valley, but I don't. I don't. I don't see it with that club as far as it goes. And it's not like they're going to get ten guys down from. I'm not saying that. New York Islanders. Not, yeah. yeah. You know, it just because obviously guys got to be on the roster today. But yeah, you have to. You have to solidify your spot, and you have to pick up some points. Um, it was nice to get a point out of that game in Belleville. Should have gotten two. You know, that's a game where we dominated the overtime and had a power play in overtime. And you know, Scott Allen will tell you that. Anybody tell you that when you have that, you you got to have the execution there. You know, Toronto. We. In a one-one game, had a five-on-three for over a minute and couldn't score there. It's it's just, you know, getting those things to start trending in the right direction can be game changers. And a week ago, we were talking about hey, three and zero, back on track, and unfortunately, it just wasn't enough against you know three good teams in the North Division. Even though Belleville's down near the bottom of the division, it's such a clustered points percentage there that they could be in you know two right. or three with one or two wins. So um, yeah, tough tough stretch and. Got to figure out uh, just that offensive execution, and your best players have to be your best players. And we're fortunate to get Scarbosa and Pilon and Ardella all back recently. And it's not just flipping a switch with those guys; they've taken some time to get back up to speed. And hopefully, they'll they'll only get better for us here. So Bridgeport and Charlotte—they're only going to play seventy-two instead of seventy-six. Yeah, looking at it here, they, yeah, everybody could choose what they want. So Charlotte seventy-two, Bridgeport seventy-two. Um, 
and you know some of the teams are are 76 there so that's why it goes on points percentage we're getting rid of all this shenanigans next year it's stupid it makes our league look dumb that not everybody's playing the same number of games it's been that way for a number of years with the west coast only playing 68 it's been a huge point of contention for other teams in the league and finally this is a transition year with the covid situation everything they went all right you can either play 72 76 or 68 so everybody chose what they wanted, and the league figured it out. Next year, we'll all play 72, which is not Hershey's preference, by the way, uh, because obviously anytime we open our doors, it's a good thing because the fans come and fill the building. We want more home games. Uh, it helps the bottom line, and most of all, our fans want to have that value in their season ticket package. But other organizations, the Bridgeports of the world, they're perfectly fine playing less games because they – doesn't help them as far as that goes. They probably lose money for some of those teams when they open the doors. But, yes, it uh, makes things a little bit confusing and very hard for guys like us to explain points percentage. Well, you know, you got to just think it. You know, this season's been a this, – this has had so many highs and so many lows on so many different, you know, efforts. All we can hope for is that the home games we do well and we play strong and, you know, get in the playoffs, Brock. I don't know why you're so down on the team. <laughs> I don't. I don't <laughs> why can't you Come be a little Brock? Can't, can't you be a little positive? I just like to have some players that actually are in the lineup. That's you know. Oh, well, you never know who's in the lineup every night. <laughs> this is what I'm no, saying. No, and I mean even even Leeson you know, obviously was called up and he played and good for him. But he warmed up and was and was taken late in that game against Laval. So things change literally at the at the last minute. So that's just kind of the year it's been. You know. We joked with uh, Scott Allen before. The media joked him before about, you know, he's got to make his lineup in pencil or on post-it notes so he can take one guy off and the next. And that's just, it's the way it's been. But, uh, you know, I just, uh, this team's got to have just the simplification of their game, I think, to get back to where they need to be. The power play had a little bit of success scoring in two games in a row after a dry spell. But, you know, it still needs that clutch goal. And Scott Allen said, we got to muddy the waters. we got to simplify it. We're overthinking things. We're overcomplicating things. And when they get away from their game and their structure and they chase the game a little bit, um, yeah, that hurts them. And, and ultimately, they can't play in a run-and-gun style. And, you know, coaches acknowledge that with me. He's acknowledged that on the air. They have to stick to their structure and their game plan. And when they're winning, they are. And they're grinding out these low-scoring victories and getting great goaltending when they're not, um, hey. you know, everything seems to go wrong. Hey, what do you make of the Marcus Johansson trade, by the way? Yes, saw that one come across. Obviously, he's a very good veteran that I think the Caps liked and didn't want to get rid of initially. Right. Um, I, I did not think the price was going to be quite that steep. Obviously, there is a salary tension part of it. Uh, the money is now the same, moving strong. Uh, Sprong, obviously, is a player that seemed to maybe fall out of favor and not have the trust defensively there. But a little surprised at the two draft picks. I know when before it had been reported, you know, someone asked me here, what do you think of that? Maybe a fifth or a fourth round pick, and you know, that's about it. But obviously, with salary attention in there, that adds another element. Caps need all the dollars they can to try to make stuff work. So uh, the deadline's not over yet. There is still the American League deadline next week, which phones will always be on to try to explore. You know, what options would would help make the Bears so- a better team, but. We'll see what what happens if anything happens. What do you think happened with Sprong? I mean, I thought he was like a darling. I thought he was in. Like, what what don't uh, they have in him? The same thing that's always been an issue with Sprong that we've heard about in every place he's been traded from is defensive deficiencies. That he's not a two hundred foot player, not relied wow. upon in his own zone, and you know his minutes and and what he played reflected that. You know, he's not going to play late in games when they ultimately need to defend the lead or when they need a trustworthy guy out there. That's why Peter Laviolette's fourth line when they're healthy of Haglin, now Janssen, Fialbi, Dowd, and Hathaway are out there so much late in games, even when they're down a goal, because they can be trusted defensively and they can wear teams down. Sprong has a lethal shot, one of the best I've seen, You know, way better than what's worth it at the American League level. Uh, I really would have loved to see what he could have done for a Hershey Bears team had the Calder Cup playoffs happen in 2020. Right. I thought he was the missing piece that we needed, and we haven't we haven't had, and I still think we don't have a shot first, wicked wrister guy like him to put on your power play that you can rely upon to score a big goal we need at this level. I mean, Riley Barber was that type of guy, where he's a shot first guy on the power play. Right. Sprong came in and added that element, and. You know, we, we he have was great. He was lights and, out. He was yeah. lights out yeah, when he was playing for us. Lights out. Yeah, came in five games, a point a game player, and yeah, wish him the best in Seattle. A player always always and, liked, but you know, seemed to fall out of favor in Washington. And 
I guess Mac is good with his goaltending situation. I thought for sure McFlurry, I mean McFlurry, I thought for sure Mark Andre Fleury could possibly be coming to Washington. That that he, I thought he'd be a good fit. Yeah, it goes to Minnesota, and it looked like maybe that was the only place that he wanted to go. Um, you know, he he and Giroux both got to kind of control their own destinies a little bit. And you know what? That's what you get when you give out no movement clauses and and work with these guys. And you know, maybe Giroux's situation's a little bit different there, where he had been a longtime darling in in the organization and fan favorite. And Flurry was obviously new to Chicago, but you know, I I didn't see teams giving up a first round pick um, for a rental as much this time around. And you know, I don't think the cops were going to match that offer. And it sounds like Flurry didn't want to play yeah. for the Capitals. So Vitek Vanacek has been absolutely awesome. I think that comes as no surprise to Hershey Bears fans that he's better this year than he was last year. He's just going to keep getting better. I think the cops you know, are very comfortable with him. Uh, it's a matter of, you know, before this is all said and done here, will they acquire a veteran backup to maybe push Vanacek, or will they stick and address that in the summer if need be? Um, right. Sam Sonoff, when he's on, man, he's as good as they come. But when he's not on, and that's been too much, you know, he's been wildly inconsistent. But uh, generational talent, if he can figure it out. So I'll be interested to see, you know, when we talk next week where the Caps are at in that, that situation once this ends today. Um, so Bears play at home then coming up on uh, Wednesday night. It's a home game. Bobblehead night. Yes, sir. Who is it? It's Molson. Yep. Uh, Matt Molson, bobblehead night. And then uh, then you're back out on the road for the weekend there, buddy. Yeah, quick turnaround once again. Um, you know, two games on the road. Providence is a real good club. They always seem to give us trouble. They've been sliding a little bit, but they're they're coming up around the corner here. And, and then on top of that, Hartford, again, another team that has given us trouble this season. So two big road games there. And you're going to have to start winning some of these road games and picking up points and consistently finding a way. So this is a big week for our team to, to strap on the work boots. You know, there's some distractions certainly with the deadline uh, this Monday and next Monday uh, where you're always, you know, kind of looking over your shoulder a little bit, but strap on the work boots, get back at it and try to find some ways to win hockey games and fight through this adversity and get things going in the right direction here. Cause 16 games left. It's definitely crunch time right now. Did you hear um, Brock's uh, concession stand review last week? Uh, I don't think I did. That was a good one. Which was, one did, which one it, did you he review? Did, he did the smokehouse on the other end. Oh. You're, you're missing all it. these gems. All these barn <laughs> gems, as I call them. Uh, I'll have to go back and listen. But let me tell you, I said it on the air. Uh, the building in Laval went to a Leafs game. I got a chance to see Spencer Carberry after. Went to a Leafs game. Oh, good for Leafs you. Frank, while we were up there. And uh, those buildings are very, very, very loud. Very, very, very loud compared to Giant Center. Um, while the speakers at Giant Center still leave a lot to be desired, and they could definitely help if they ever get new speakers here uh, for some of the sound. But, uh, you know, I, I couldn't talk to the guy next to me in Toronto. I couldn't, you know, hear myself in, in Laval. So uh, it's up north of the border, you know, the fans, you know, they, they're passionate. I've never heard of such a th- very this, loud. this speaker story has legs. I mean, this has been like a two-month story here at Giant Center. Wow, loud music is is great. Just over distorted voices. I know. Voices but, well, I guess bad. what I'm saying is it doesn't. It hasn't affected me. Like it doesn't even bother me. I don't, well, even, know, it was I don't just even know a, what you people are talking about. It was just about. that one game. It was just one game. Yeah, it was just that one game. It was a new sound guy. But I was just surprised how loud those are. Some of the loudest buildings that I heard this season. So mm. that was just my observation. Dude. But you know what? On a personal note, getting to see the Leafs game was awesome. Getting to see Carbs and catch up with him. How is great. he? Getting what does he have to say? Catch what? up with him was great. Give, give us some insight. Where did you go? Did you go down the locker room? Where'd you meet him? Like what happened? No, there's a there's a little restaurant right attached to the to the building that. He popped by and said hello after as uh, a couple of us were getting dinner there after the game, a late meal. So came by and said hello and sat with us and caught up for a little bit. So that was great. And Manor just got to see him, him briefly for, you know, 10 minutes in his office before the game, before before the battle. He was he was in tri- typical Troy Man, T-Man experience form. I'm not happy about the Leafs. The Leafs are not tough enough. There's no way we're going to make it past the first round. As, like, we got no grit. Yeah, I'm going to be interested to see what they do. If they're doing anything else, or if this is, I mean, goaltending, they wave Morazic, right? Like, what are they doing there? I, dude, I was shocked at that one. That one stunned me. Like, is there a plan B that we don't know about? Well, they signed that, uh, yeah. the gold medal goaltender. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, with yeah, no I mean, experience. <laughs> right. Years ago. I thought he was all right. I don't, I don't think he's going to be. Don't even heard of him. I don't know. Maybe Kyle Dubas knows something we don't. So it's like the natural. Like, who's this Roy Hobbs guy? You ever heard of this guy? Yeah, Said he's really good in the in the minors. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, he's uh, he's been around a little bit, but obviously, you know what? The Olympics revitalized uh, things him. So, you, yeah, I'm I'm curious that the least their skill was absolutely unbelievable. They didn't have Matthews in the game we're at. He was suspended, but their skill was just incredible. Getting a chance to to watch them play uh, in person, so that was uh, extremely impressive. Um, do you have another review? I do. All right, Zach, do you want to hang Ooh. on? Do you want another review right now? Do you want to I, hang I on? I would like to. Okay. I would like to hear it. All right, uh, so um, all right, you don't have a sounder, do you? Uh, no, nothing. No, no. To go right now, no. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Brock's Concession Stand Review, right. Episode 3. All right, so we're on to the Hat Trick Cafe, which is behind 104. Wait, wait. The Hat Trick Cafe behind 104. Where is that? Directly across from the information table. Oh, okay. That's a busy one. It is very busy. Because I have to walk. Everybody's got that goes to club or everyone has to go around that corner. Yep. And you kind of kind of swim through. Yeah, they have the Black Angus burger, the cheese steaks. They've got chips, nachos, uh, candy. Um, candy prices, $3 for bar. Not too bad. Not too bad. Hold on a sec. Any questions yet, Zach? Are you okay? <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I like it. I'd like okay. it for $3 at a hockey game. Yep. It seems like a good it. bargain. The nachos, six fifty. Probably one of the best values at Giant Center. Value six fifty. You can get cheese and salsa, not just either or. You can get both, and they heap that pile of nachos. Do you know what I got? Those nachos in the club seats one day, and they put pork on them. Yeah. And they stack it, and like I don't even know. What to, and, and it's not even fries. It's not even nachos. It's like handmade chips. Okay. But they call it nachos. Okay. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> like I don't get it. Um. Black Angus Burger, eight fifty. It's just the burger. You no longer get chips with it anymore. Right, hold on which... Here's another thing. Hey, guys, is it fair to talk about prices since inflation's going on and everything's going up anyway? It's probably not fair, right? It's fair. Zach? I mean, it's got to be It's got to be part of the review. All right. Thank but, you. But I don't think I judge it, though. Like, if, if you say it's $20, I'm like, okay, well, what you, are you going to do? <laughs> you used to be able to get chips with that as well. Now you have to buy those separate, $3 um, for a bag of chips. Uh, that is also where you can pick up the dish of the game. Um, typically, honestly, I thought that was at the pen. <laughs> no, oh. but the the dish of the game, depending on <laughs> depending on what it is, usually a decent value. Um, you know, obviously they're different, so you it, it's all on what you like and what you don't like. But it's it's a good thing there. I am disappointed they got rid of the bear burger. What Which, was a bear burger? It was a bur- It was a black Angus burger, and they would put uh, sweet Lebanon bologna. Um, they w- they would grill it on there and put that on top. I always enjoyed that. Thought that was good, but they, horrible. This is a very busy stand, and very. They, they keep people moving. And it seems like they're more experienced people there. They're always very nice. So the Hattrick Cafe gets an eight. An eight, and they have it. They have an, an eight, and they have an open open condiments bar. Yes, where you can put tomatoes or lettuce. Correct, or get what you want. Yep, or cheat. Yep, right. Hi, Marks from Brock. No, I I did like the bear burger too. I got to try it when it first came out. I did not know it was. Did you like it? So, I it was good. It was very with good. sweet yeah, bologna. Oh yeah, you never yeah, fried sweet bologna. I never had and, fried sweet bologna. It's good. Very uh, different. Something flavor. new. I learned something. Local staple. I, I did have the concessions in Toronto. The prices were quite a bit higher than that, be it Canadian, but uh, it was about fourteen dollars for a, a pulled pork sandwich there, and they had. You know, That's what it is at Giant of, Center. Fourteen. Yeah, yeah. There was about fourteen dollars for a pulled pork sandwich there. Uh, you didn't get anything with it. Uh, it was pretty good, but uh, they had some sort of fries with cheese and chili on them, and they were not good. Not worth what I paid for them. But uh, and then I think it for a can of. Uh, of an adult beverage, I think we were pushing you know sixteen dollars Canadian there, so wasn't exactly a cheap venture. Uh, take my exchange rate, but uh, higher alcohol yeah, I, content. I don't, I don't quite have, yeah, I don't have quite have the skilled reviews. I, I did get a cider when I was in Canada, and they put ice in it. That was very very odd. I, I like me a cider. I like uh, you know Angry Orchard. They have Strongbow up there, and I had ice cubes in it. I'd never seen that before. That so, waters it down uh, for you. Makes yeah. it last longer. Yeah. D- 
different different ways up there. You know, we stocked up on our ketchup chips and all that. It's you know different different way of life up there. But uh, everyone made it back successfully well, and so and back at it for some more food at Giant Center this week. So Brock, thank you very much for your review. Um, yeah. what, what's the stand you're going to get to next week? Um, we'll see. I'll take a walk around. Uh, you, should do ice cream. you should do the ice cream stand. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm not a big ice cream guy. I, I, Have you done the pretzels yet? Because if you do, bring one up. Oh, to Auntie Anne's. <laughs> it, it's not Auntie Anne's. No, anymore. it's yeah. It, it, those are always very good. Yeah, you know, fresh right in front you gotta of you. Get, you got to get the the icing. Yeah. You got to get the cinnamon pretzel oh, yeah. with the white icing. There's some very good flavors and very That's good. That's a dips diabetic there. delight. Yeah. I call them sleeping pills. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Certainly. All right, Zach, buddy. Thank you very much for being with us. So what's and, and what's the deal here? You're you're not you're on the phone via Sally for the next three weeks. Correct. Uh, we will be uh, here next Monday for practice once again with another Sunday off and then the American League trade deadline on standby if needed. And then the following Monday, we are going right um, from wherever we are. We're on the road. Uh, we're in Charlotte. Uh, we're in Charlotte to start April and we're flying right from Charlotte um, in towards Bridgeport. Obviously not into Bridgeport. If they have an airport there, I'd be shocked. But flying in and then busting right to Bridgeport because we play at 1030 a.m. on Tuesday April 5th, wake Oof. up and get your coffee and play some hockey. So, is that a, is that a uh, kitty game? We won't be in town for them. Yeah, kids' school day game, but uh, I'll be back with you boys for the remainder of April and uh, hopefully the long playoff run ahead. Okay. <laughs> All right, Zach, buddy. Thank you very much. And uh, I, I'm wishing the club, I, I want the, the club to power through. Everybody's definitely watching this very pensively right now. Everyone is definitely yes, watching sir. what's going on, you know? So okay, buddy. Sun came up. Sun came up today. Let's have a good week. Thanks for having me. Boy. All right, buddy. Coach Allen's coming up next in the old barn hockey show. We're going to go through his bands and what he thinks his hot takes as we go through thirty to forty bands. It's the old barn hockey show. We'll be right back. Now more of the barn. Here's Frank. This is your. Uh, this is your song, Coach. I'm still standing. <laughs> Old Barn Hockey Show. Welcome back, segment number two. On with us right now, head coach Allen, with us today. And I, I got to ask you this question: We've gone through. You, you've had such a tumultuous year with players in and out. And before we get to our music uh, thing that I want to ask you about different bands, since you're a a music aficionado. How are you handling this lineup? In and out, in and out. You don't even know what, what hand you're dealing with half the time. Yeah, you know what? That's the challenge of, uh, of for sure, coaching in the American Hockey League and the challenge this year of, I mean, the, the Washington Capitals have had more injuries this year than probably 15 years. Um, Is that true? Is that true? 15 years they never had more injuries? I, From what I've been told, <laughs> From what I've been told, I haven't been following that. I'll believe it. <laughs> I'll believe it. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. But it's just, what it is. I mean, we're, if you were to sit there and talk to yourself at the beginning of the season, I mean, you never thought the season would have ended up like this, right? No, no, for sure. Right. Um, you know, <clears throat> and like I said, uh, I think I told you guys last time when I was on you know, you, you go into a season as projections, and there's a projected lineup for the big club to start the season with, and a projected lineup for the Hershey Bears. I mean, not only did we not have that projected lineup for one game, uh, we will not have that projected projected right. lineup for games. And, and you know, uh, again, that therein lies the challenge. Yeah, of coaching the American League in different situations and on a daily basis, uh, you know it, it changes for us. And all right, coach. So here we go. Last time you, were, by the way, did you ever get to that that uh, get the let out show? Did you ever get to that? I did not, only because I had COVID at the oh, time. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and the and the night of the show was actually my last day in quarantine. Uh, I'm actually sitting here in my office and I'm looking at the tickets. Uh, that I still haven't. I, ca I can't even 
bear the pot with them and throw them away. So just as a reminder. Um, so you're a big Led Zeppelin guy, right? Yes. Um, so I guess you love then Greta Van Fleet, correct? <laughs> yeah, we, we're going to go down this Greta Van Fleet yeah. role again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you love them. You love them. I do. I do like them. I do. I don't love them. I don't know a ton of their songs. You're not uh, angry, but I but I do like their sound. You, of course. Well, so you're not angry that they're ripping them off? That it's just a poser band? <laughs> no, I mean you know there's there's lots of people out there making money off being poser bands, actually playing the actual music of the original band, and I don't have a problem with it. I'm I love music. I love live right. music. I went to see uh, Red Hot Chili Pipers uh, a week and a half ago. How was that? Awesome. That's that's the Pipers, though. That's not the Peppers. That's Pipers. Right. Correct. All right, so here's what we're going to do, Coach. I'm going to do a hot take. I'm, I got like 30 bands here. Okay. We're, we're going to go through these. And I just want your one cent, one or two cents, your thought on what you think of where you put them and blah, blah, blah. All right, here we go. Okay. Ready? Yeah. All right, we're rolling tape. Here we go. All right, we're going to start with Rush. Oh, big Rush fan. Neil Peart, huge. I'm a, I'm a drummer. So, so you're uh, a drummer. ton of respect. Um unfortunate uh that he passed away uh i think it's a year a little more than a year ago yeah. now um they'll yeah, never go I, out I, again i saw him a couple of times uh outstanding show i saw him at giant center it was one of the best concerts i've ever seen in my life i was like 10th row dead center at giant center it's got to yeah, be like 10 I saw, years like ago I, said, I saw him twice i saw him once in providence rhode island and i saw him once in quad city okay uh bad company Huge Bad Company fan. I have not seen them. Paul Rogers, lead singer, still has a good voice. I've seen him on uh, Access Channel. Uh, some some guys, you know, they can't hold it together that when they get older. No, he's a he showman. Sounds well. Yeah, yep. he, he's a showman. Neil Young. I see. I've seen Neil Young. Uh, I, you know what? I don't like the political side of Neil Young, but uh, I do have respect for his music. ACDC. I've seen him about five times. Um, even the last time I saw them. Down in Florida, Axel Rose was the lead singer, and he did a phenomenal job. Right. Axel I mean, was lead singer. What happened to uh, th- their he guy? He was gone for a while there, right? Remember, uh, he had that hearing issue. Oh, yeah, Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. So, I've seen him uh, a few times with him as lead singer. Then I saw them with Axel, uh, but it's you know it's Angus. How about Yang, um, speaking about substitute lead singers? Uh, let's talk about this Motley Crue coming in this summer to Hershey. Do you think Vince Neil's going to make it? Uh, it'll be interesting. I did see them in concert. Uh, they they wouldn't make my top ten no. bands, probably not even top twenty, but a, a show definitely worth seeing. Oh, definitely fun to hear that pounding bass. Uh, Eagles, yeah. the Eagles. I was fortunate to see the Eagles um, a few years ago down in San Antonio. Uh, I mean, obviously, legendary in regards to sure. uh, their music. Uh, a little over the top in regards to I was working in, in the building, and they sent out a thing that said, if you pass them in the hallway, you're not allowed to look at them. I thought that was a little goofy. I've seen that before in Riders, though. Yeah, it's crazy. Jason Isbell was like that. Who was the artist that the red carpet had to be put in a giant center for? Uh, Co- Beyonce. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, and then it went to Doug Jinks' house. <laughs> <laughs> It's in his basement right now. Oh, you guys Outst- are beautiful. Outstanding. Yeah. Um, Fleetwood Mac, then, I assume that's up there for you? Yeah, I like their, their music. I've never seen them in concert. Uh, I do like their music. Um, uh, some Certainly some legendary tunes. Uh, Green Day. I do like Green Day. Um, you know, that's more of a, what, 90s to early Sure, th- but you still like them. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I definitely like them. Where do you put NXS? Uh... MTV band, um, okay. Okay, here's what I think. If in it, if that if Michael Hutchinson didn't pass away, yeah, they would be bigger than you two. Is my prediction. I think they were phenomenal. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. You got nothing on that. No, got uh, nothing. All right. Um, Pearl Jam. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I like Pearl Jam. Um, he's, you know, Eddie Vedder's obviously a very 
talented individual. Um, have not seen them in concert. Uh, Oasis. Uh, don't know a ton of the songs. It's the Gallagher brothers. Noel Gallagher and Liam Gallagher. Yeah, okay. again, I, I don't. Tom Petty. Not, Tom Petty was unreal concert back in the 80s. Probably the cleanest concert just in regards to how his music sounded. Um, you know, back then it was probably eight track to CD. Um, this is, you know, the original Heartbreakers too, with Stan Lynch on right. the drums, and, and uh, he, was, he, he was awesome. There you go. Metallica. Metallica's good. I like Metallica. Again, don't, don't love them, but uh, I certainly love some of their tunes. I have not seen them. Um, hard-working band. i got a ton of respect for the bands who work hard. Yeah. Uh, Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses, again, Axel was a lunatic back in the day. Uh, he was a, a mess the last the- show was at Hershey Stadium. Really? Yeah, he was a mess. He kept yelling at the sound guys and the soundboard and stuff. It was awful. It was bad. Really? Yeah. And that's that's why it was so impressive when I saw him uh, with ACDC. He just did his job, and then he stood off to the side and let Angus take over. Um, so it was impressive because he still sounded outstanding. And, you know, you can't argue his voice, right? Right. All right, uh, the Black Crows. Like them. Like them. Like, you know, there's, there's a... Uh, sling to Zeppelin. Like if you listen to Black Crow's radio, it's an Pandora, R&B, yeah. you're gonna hear some Zeppelin on there. Uh, Radiohead. The don't know. Again, not probably in the. I don't know a ton of their tunes. The, their catalog is massive. Radiohead's really. If you you should, if you like the Van Halen and these bands that you like with these rock and yeah. roll, you should definitely just do a deep dive or just. An exploration into Radiohead. You'll know so many songs. You're like, oh, that's Good cool. To know. Yeah, I would, yeah, de- I would definitely, I would definitely give that a run. Um, let's go to some older bands. Sticks. I've seen Sticks a few times. Yeah, I uh, wasn't a fan of the Mr. Roboto uh, year or whatever years you want to call them, but um, they still have some good tunes and saw the original lineup. Then obviously they had the whole with Dennis DeYoung and the yep. split up and stuff. So I've seen them uh, probably three times, I think. How about Bowie? David Bowie. I did see David Bowie back when I was in high school at Sullivan Stadium, which the uh, Patriots used to play. And uh, again, very, very talented. And um, that was, he had some outstanding tunes back then. Who was more talented, Billy Joel or David Bowie? Ooh, boy. <sighs> I, I Flip a coin. I guess it depends on what you like, right? The Piano yeah. Man is right up there. Right. Uh, you know, they're both good. I can take both of them for sure. Um, how about Live. I haven't seen Billy Joel live. No, no, I meant the band live. Oh, uh, again, don't know enough about him. Enough about him. Um, REO Speedwagon. (laughs) You know what? Some classic tunes. Like, again, another band that I saw in the 80s, the original band. uh, They were excellent. And, you know, this this song still hold on the radio to this day. Cars. The Cars. Awesome. Yeah, they were were shocking. Shot lived, but did get to see them also uh, early eighties. There um, is they're, they're they're from Boston. They're a Boston area band. So there is one band at the Cars that always freezes me every time, and it's Drive. Every time I hear that song, Drive, it always freezes <laughs> me because I always think that I can't believe Ben Orr is dead, the lead yeah. singer of the Cars. You know what I mean? Because he died so young. Uh, crazy. Um, what's his name? Passed away a couple of years ago, right? Or yeah, yeah. Chris, uh, Rick O'Casey. Uh, Rick O'Casey. Rick O'Casey. Uh, the Pretenders. Um, I, I like him. I know I've never seen him in, in concert. Uh, you know, she was, she, again, she's talented too. You never saw her. She's played everywhere. I know. That's just, like one uh, band never. I've seen like a million times. Really? Yeah. I've, I've, I've seen him at least 10 times. At least. Wow. Wow. Um, let's see what else we can get in here, into here with you. How about the Cranberries? You know the Cranberries? Yeah, but I don't know much of their music. Okay. The Clash? They were a little bit ahead of their time. You know, some of their songs certainly still hold. Uh, Never saw them in concert, but uh, definitely like some of their music. Where do you put James Brown in history as far as an artist? Yeah, he was unreal. Uh, Again, just uh, I think he was ahead of his time. Um, uh, Certainly a showman. Right. Uh, and, and, and certainly very talented. Did you go to the Joe Bonamassa show last week or two weeks ago? I didn't cause we were, we were, uh, were we were away? on the road. Oh. Yeah. That was the, I thought that was the night after the uh, red hot chili pipers. There you go. Uh, journey. 
Um, uh, again, another band. I saw the original Journey, um, including Steve Smith on the drums. Um, and then, you know, I, I saw him a few years ago with, a, you know, a different lineup. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's Neil Schoen's band, but it, I love the How fact that I was able to see a lot of these bands as the originals. Um, I, and, I think not having Perry there really messes him up. Because uh, hey, he, he's willing to, me, to come back. To me, one of the one of the best, like you, you talk about Robert Plant, um, his name's escaped me right now, but the lead singer from Queen, and Freddie uh, Mercury, yeah, and, and Steve Adam Perry. Lambert, yeah. I mean, those those guys, their voice, the, the they can hit some notes that certainly most other guys can't. And uh, yeah, I, I totally agree. Steve Perry's a legend, and he's and he's willing to come back. So it's wow. like, why not? ZZ Top. I saw ZZ Top. With Sammy Hagar, um, pretty good double bill. Uh, I thought Sammy Hagar was actually better, but I and, and ZZ Top was the headliner. But still love the Southern Rock. Who's a, who's a better Van Halen, the, the Hagar Van Halen or the David Lee Roth Van Halen? Well, the, the David Lee Roth back in the day when they were, first came out, um, I thought was better. Right. Yep. And then, how many times have you seen the Stones? I want to hear this number. Zero. I've actually what? not, and I'll, t- I'll tell you why, like, like it, uh, you know, like Mick Jagger, no disrespect, he's, he's a great grandfather now, I just, I don't know, I, I mean, it's just. It's a great it, show, it is a fantastic, is it really? yeah, I, I, yeah, I saw it at Hershey, and I saw it in Philadelphia, and I mean, there's nothing better, you, you start hearing that, you start yeah. hear, hearing those songs come out of them speakers, and it's cranking, you're like, whoa. This is, really? This is really crazy. In fact, when the Stones were in Hershey, and I'm sure you don't know this, when the Stones came to Hershey, they took a week to build the stage. And in building that stage, they actually put audience members up above the lights and put a bar up there. So you could buy a ticket for $1,000 and go up into the, up above the lights in the actual <laughs> stage, in the set, like behind wow. the backdrop. And that's where, so they're playing down below and you see these people up top partying the whole time. It was crazy. Jeez, it was that crazy. Awesome. That, that, that's when money was money. When, when, oh, yeah. When, they, when you took like two weeks to build a stage and all that. Um, all right, buddy. Listen, I appreciate you coming on. Good luck this week and good luck the rest of the Thank way. Uh, we'll have you on before the end of the season. But uh, let's get some wins in there and let's, let's head strong into the playoffs for sure. Let's get some wins. Let's enjoy this. And then you and I at some point have got to go enjoy some live music together. Dude, I've got like six shows this summer. Like I've got so many shows you wouldn't even know where to start your head. I got Death Cab for Cutie, Lord Huron. I got another couple big announcements in the next couple weeks. Buddy, I'll take care of you, man. Make no doubt. you got to keep me in the loop. I'll put, you in the, loop. I'll put you in the VIP tent with me, and we'll, <laughs> we'll be taking care of stuff. Sounds good. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. Okay, he- thanks he- a lot. Head Coach Scotty Allen with your uh, Hershey Bears. All right, let's take a timeout. We're going to mop up Brock and I right after this. It's the Old Barn Hockey Show. This is Season 13 of the Old Barn Hockey Show on Fox Sports 1460, iHeartRadio, and Caps Radio 24-7. All right, Old Barn Hockey Show. Uh, final segment as we wrap this up here the week. Bears play Wednesday night, and then they're on the road. And then I think in the month of April, then, I think there's like five home games. Six home games? Five, six? It's not a lot. We do get two Saturdays, finally. We got two Saturdays coming up. Where do you put – what grade do you give Coach Allen right now, by the way, for the season? Um, to give him a pass for the year, I give him a B. So you give him a pass? Yeah, I, I think with what he's been given and, and what we've done. Whoa, 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 whoa! Troy Mann was given, not given much, and fired for getting more. True. It's the Caps. And I, and I wonder why we're not on Caps Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Zach. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just saying, like, what where, 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 where do you put? Like, I think he's done a good job also, but I thought Tra- Troy Mann did a great job that final year also. Oh, I agree. I, I agree. Um, I-, I just think coming in with what he has and... I'm just saying there's no standard now. There's no. There's no. nothing to go back no, no, on no, no, and no. take a look no, at. No, no, no. Art, your, your take on that, buddy? Sorry, I was, I was looking. The Bears did, a, or the Caps did acquire Johan Larson for a third-round draft pick. There you go. There you go. New hot take. Yeah, I I just, you can't look year to year and say, okay, this is the mark. Like, this is what keeps you. So you you give him another year. You keep him going. Yeah, it just, 
every year is completely different now. It's completely subjective. Do you ever think, I mean, post-shutdown, post-everything, that it'll ever go back to normal or to make a playoff run or to make a... Like, what is a playoff run? What is a good team anymore? What is the purpose of your farm club? You know what I mean? No, I, I think... In the end, it's all about the parent club. 100%. And it always has been. The, the, you know, the, the, mm, the goal. Not so much. Well, I'll take umbrage with that. Okay. There used to be a time when they used to take care of your minor league club. Yes. The, you know, that winning a championship was important. That experience. Correct. That, that team. Correct. Work. In Hershey, there's no doubt that right. that was outstanding. There was a lot more weight on that. But the goal has always been to win the Stanley Cup. You know, develop players here so that the parent club can win the Stanley Cup. Um, but yes, in Hershey, we've we've definitely had more weight on a winning a championship here, and getting some of the players to do that and the assistants to do that come. Like, are the Bears going to go out and get someone before the deadline? No, no, there's nothing that's going to happen to encourage a run or solidify something. Or no, Art, right, you want to chime in here? I'm hopeful, but you know we'll see. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I'm hopeful, but we'll see. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, John Walton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, you got anything else here, Brock? No, I'm I'm just you know looking at, at the trades here. Um, nothing super crazy has jumped out today so far. Um, Josh Brown just got acquired by the Bruins. Um, you know, we saw Flurry go to the Wild. We talked about no, that. Nobody's majorly moving right no, now. No, no, there, there's not really any big drops. And some clubs have already moved on to next year. That is very true. The Canucks yeah. certainly have have uh, done that with moving. Stutzy's Ducks out. would be in that position. Yeah, they will have moved on, and so be it. And here endeth the lesson. <laughs> Make no doubt. All right, Brock. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for coming in. All right. Thank you for uh, making us sound great and getting the ship up a, a, as you do every week. Uh, thanks to Zach Fish, Scotty Allen. Um, thanks to everybody that listens to the show on a daily week. I appreciate it. Fully. We'll talk to everybody next Monday. You're listening to the Old Barn Hockey Show. Go Bears. If you want to get started in model railroading, see my guy, Brian's Model Trains. Brian has complete train sets for beginner to expert, including top-of-the-line models in various sizes and beautiful train books, shirts, and DVDs. Stop by the many vendor tables on Saturday, March 26th at the Spring Outdoor Sidewalk Sale Train Show. Learn more at brianzmodeltrains.com. Start a wonderful new family tradition with Brian's Model Trains, now in their 20th year. Visit them on Main Street in Myerstown. Put some adventure in your life with a good book from Covert Maker Books. I like reading biographies and historical books, but you'll find over 100,000 books in all genres. Check out the local author section. Or ever thought about joining a book club? If you can't find what you're looking for in Covert Maker Books' large organized inventory, just ask Michelle like I do. Used, rare, hardbacks, and paperbacks. Covert Maker Books has them all, and you won't be disappointed. Covert Maker Books on Routes 11 and 15, across from the Enola Train Yard, or online at CovertMaker.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.